12. See the man visited every cell once and only once in the fewest possible straight lines until he reached the lion's cell. The lion, curiously enough, also visited every cell once and only once in the fewest possible straight lines until he finally reached the man's cell. They started together and went at the same speed, yet, although they occasionally got glimpses of one another, they never once met. The puzzle is to show the route that each happened to take. 325. An Episcopal Visitation. The white squares on the chessboard represent the parishes of a diocese. Place the bishop on any square you like, and so contrive that using the ordinary bishop's move of chess he shall visit every one of his parishes in the fewest possible moves. Of course, all the parishes passed through on any move are regarded as visited. You can visit any squares more than once, but you are not allowed to move twice between the same two adjoining squares. What are the fewest possible moves? The bishop need not end his visitation at the parish from which he first set out. 326. A new counter puzzle. Here is a new puzzle with moving counters, or coins, that at first glance looks as if it must be absurdly simple, but it will be found quite a little perplexity. I give it in this place for a reason that I will explain when we come to the next puzzle. Copy the simple diagram, enlarged, on a sheet of paper, then place two white counters on the points 1 and 2 and two red counters on 9 and 10. The puzzle is to make the red and white change places. You may move the counters one at a time in any order you like, along the lines from point to point, with the only restriction that a red and a white counter may never stand at once on the same straight line. Thus the first move can only be from 1 or 2 to 3, or from 9 or 10 to 7. 327. A New Bishop's Puzzle. Illustration. BBBBBBB This is quite a fascinating little puzzle. Place eight bishops for black and four white on the reduced chessboard, as shown in the illustration. The problem is to make the black bishops change places with the white ones. No bishop ever attacking another of the opposite color. They must move alternately first a white, then a black, then a white, and so on. When you have succeeded in doing it at all, try to find the fewest possible moves. If you leave out the bishops standing on black squares, and only play on the white squares, you will discover my last puzzle turned on its side. 328. The Queen's Tour. The puzzle of making a complete tour of the chessboard with the Queen in the fewest possible moves in which squares may be visited more than once was first given by the late Sam Lloyd in his chess strategy. But the solution shown below is the one he gave in American Chess Nuts in 1868. I have recorded at least six different solutions in the minimum number of moves 14 but this one is the best of all. For reasons I will explain. Illustration. If you will look at the lettered square you will understand that there are only 10 really differently placed squares on a chessboard those enclosed by a dark line all the others are mere reversals or reflections. For example, every A is a corner square, and every J a central square. Consequently, as the solution shown has a turning point at the enclosed D square, we can obtain a solution starting from and ending at any square marked D by just turning the board about. Now, this scheme will give you a tour starting from any A, B, C, D, E, F or H while no other route that I know can be adapted to more than five different starting points. There is no Queen's Tour in 14 moves. Remember a tour must be Ray Entrant that may start from a G, I or J, but we can have a non-Ray Entrant path over the whole board in 14 moves starting from any given square, hence the following puzzle, illustration, 
a b c g g c b a b d e h h e d b c e f i i f e c g h i j j i h g g h i j j i h g c e f i i f e c b d e h h e d b a b c g g c b a start from the j in the enclosed part of the letter diagram and visit every square of the board in 14 moves ending wherever you like 329 the star puzzle illustration Put the point of your pencil on one of the white stars and without ever lifting your pencil from the paper strike out all the stars in 14 continuous straight strokes. Ending at the second white star. Your straight strokes may be in any direction you like. Only every turning must be made on a star. There is no objection to striking out any star more than once. In this case, where both your starting and ending squares are fixed inconveniently, you cannot obtain a solution by breaking a queen's door or in any other way by queen moves alone, but you are allowed to use oblique straight lines such as from the upper white star direct to a corner star. 330. The Yacht Race. Now then, you land lovers, hoist your baby jib topsails, break out your spinnakers, ease off your balloon sheets, and get your head sail set. Our race consists in starting from the point at which the yacht is lying in the illustration and touching every one of the 64 boys in 14 straight courses returning in the final tack to the boy from which we start. The seventh course must finish at the boy from which a flag is flying. This puzzle will call for a lot of skillful seamanship on account of the sharp angles at which it will occasionally be necessary to tack. The point of a lead pencil and a good nautical eye are all the outfit that we require. This is difficult, because of the condition as to the flag boy, and because it is a ray entrant door. But again we are allowed those oblique lines. 331. The scientific skater. It will be seen that the skater has marked on the ice 64 points or stars, and he proposes to start from his present position near the corner and enter every one of the points in 14 straight lines. How will he do it? Of course there is no objection to his passing over any point more than once, but his last straight stroke must bring him back to the position from which he started. It is merely a matter of taking your pencil and starting from the spot on which the skater's foot is at present resting and striking out all the stars in 14 continuous straight lines, returning to the point from which you set out. 332. The 49 stars. The puzzle in this case is simply to take your pencil and, starting from one black star, strike out all the stars in 12 straight strokes, ending at the other black star. It will be seen that the attempt shown in the illustration requires 15 strokes. Can you do it in 12? Every turning must be made on a star and the lines must be parallel to the sides and diagonals of the square, as shown. In this case we are dealing with a chessboard of reduced dimensions, but only queen moves without going outside the boundary as in the last case are required. 333. The Queen's Journey. Place the queen on her own square, as shown in the illustration, and then try to discover the greatest distance that she can travel over the board in five queen's moves without passing over any square a second time. Mark the queen's path on the board, and note carefully also that she must never cross her own track. It seems simple enough, but the reader may find that he has tripped. 334. St. George and the Dragon. Here is a little puzzle on a reduced chessboard of 49 squares. St. George wishes to kill the dragon. Killing dragons was a well-known pastime of his, and, being a knight, it was only natural that he should desire to perform the feat in a series of knight's moves. Can you show how? Starting from that central square, he may visit once, and only once, every square of the board in a chain of chess knights moves, and end by capturing the dragon on his last move. 
of course a variety of different ways are open to him. So try to discover a route that forms some pretty design when you have marked each successive leak by a straight line from square to square. 335. Farmer Lawrence's Cornfields. One of the most beautiful districts within easy distance of London for a summer ramble is that part of Buckinghamshire known as the Valley of the Chess at least. It was a few years ago, before it was discovered by the speculative builder, that the beginning of the present century there lived, not far from Latmers, a worthy but eccentric farmer named Lawrence. One of his queer notions was that every person who lived near the banks of the river Chess ought to be in some way acquainted with the noble game of the same name and in order to impress this fact on his men and his neighbors he adopted at times strange terminology. For example, when one of his youths presented him with a lamb, he would say that it had queened upon when he put up a new barn against the highway. He called it castling on the king's side, and when he sent a man with a gun to keep his neighbor's birds off his fields, he spoke of it as attacking his opponent's rooks. Everybody in the neighborhood used to be amused at Farmer Lawrence's little jokes and one boy the wag of the village who got his ears pulled by the old gentleman for stealing his chestnuts went so far as to call him a silly old chest protector. One year he had a large square field divided into 49 square plots. As shown in the illustration, the white squares were sown with wheat and the black squares with barley. When the harvest time came around he gave orders that his men were first to cut the corn in the patch marked one, and that each successive cutting should be exactly a night's move from the last one the 13th cutting being in the patch marked 13, the 25th in the patch marked 25, the 37th in the one marked 37, and the last, or 49th cutting, in the patch marked 49, this was too much for poor Hodge, and each day Farmer Lawrence had to go down to the field and show which piece had to be operated upon, but the problem will perhaps present no difficulty to my readers, 336, the Greyhound Puzzle, In this puzzle the twenty kennels do not communicate with one another by doors, but are divided off by a low wall. The solitary occupant is the greyhound which lives in the kennel in the top left-hand corner. When he is allowed his liberty he has to obtain it by visiting every kennel once and only once in a series of night's moves, ending at the bottom right-hand corner, which is open to the world. The lines in the above diagram show one solution. The puzzle is to discover in how many different ways the greyhound may thus make his exit from his corner kennel. In introducing a little commonwealth problem, I must first explain that the diagram represents the 64 fields, all properly fenced off from one another, of an Australian settlement. Though I need hardly say that our kith and kin, down under, always do set out their land in this methodical and exact manner. It will be seen that in every one of the four corners is a kangaroo. Why kangaroos had a marked preference for corner plots has never been satisfactorily explained, and it would be out of place to discuss the point here. I should also add that kangaroos, as is well known, always leap in what we call, night's moves. In fact, chess players would probably have adopted the better term, kangaroos move, had not chess been invented before kangaroos. The puzzle is simply this. One morning each kangaroo went for his morning hop and in 16 consecutive nights leaps visited just 15 different fields and jumped back to his corner. No field was visited by more than one of the kangaroos. The diagram shows how they arranged matters. What you are asked to do is to show how they might have performed the feat without any kangaroo ever crossing the horizontal line in the middle of the square that divides the board into two equal parts. 338. The board in compartments. We cannot divide the ordinary chessboard into four equal square compartments and describe a complete tour, or even path, 
in each compartment, but we may divide it into four compartments, as in the illustration, two containing each twenty squares, and the other two each twelve squares, and so obtain an interesting puzzle. You are asked to describe a complete ray entrant tour on this board, starting where you like, but visiting every square in each successive compartment before passing into another one, and making the final leap back to the square from which the night set out. It is not difficult, but will be found very entertaining and not an instructive. Whether a ray entrant tour or a complete night's path is possible or not on a rectangular board of given dimensions depends not only on its dimensions, but also on its shape. A tour is obviously not possible on a board containing an odd number of cells, such as 5 by 5 or 7 by 7. For this reason, every successive leap of the night must be from a white square to a black and a black to a white alternately. But if there be an odd number of cells or squares there must be one more square of one color than of the other. Therefore the path must begin from a square of the color that is in excess, and end on a similar color. And as a knight's move from one color to a similar color is impossible the path cannot be re-entrant. But a perfect tour may be made on a rectangular board of any dimensions provided the number of squares be even. And that the number of squares on one side be not less than six and on the other not less than five. In other words, the smallest rectangular board on which a re-entrant tour is possible is one that is six by five. A complete knight's path not re-entrant over all the squares of a board is never possible if there be only two squares on one side, nor is it possible on a square board of smaller dimensions than 5 by 5, so that on a board 4 by 4 we can neither describe a knight's tour nor a complete knight's path, we must leave one square unvisited. Yet on a board 4 by 3 containing 4 squares fewer a complete path may be described in 16 different ways. It may interest the reader to discover all these. Every path that starts from and ends at different squares is here counted as a different solution, and even reverse routes are called different. 339. The Four Knights Tours. I will repeat that if a chessboard be cut into four equal parts, as indicated by the dark lines in the illustration, it is not possible to perform a knight's tour, either re-entrant or not. On one of the parts, the best re-entrant attempt is shown, in which each knight has to trespass twice on other parts. The puzzle is to cut the board differently into four parts, each of the same size and shape, so that a re-entrant knight's tour may be made on each part. Cuts along the dotted lines will not do, as the four central squares of the board would be either detached or hanging on by a mere thread. 340. The Cubic Knight's Tour. Some few years ago I happened to read somewhere that Abnett Vandermond, a clever mathematician, who was born in 1736 and died in 1793 had devoted a good deal of study to the question of night stores, beyond what may be gathered from a few fragmentary references. I am not aware of the exact nature or results of his investigations, but one thing attracted my attention, and that was the statement that he had proposed the question of a tour of the night over the six surfaces of a cube, each surface being a chessboard. Whether he obtained a solution or not I do not know, but I had never seen one published. So I at once set to a work to master this interesting problem. Perhaps the reader may like to attempt it. 341. The Four Frogs. In the illustration we have eight toadstools, with white frogs on one and three and black frogs on six and eight. The puzzle is to move one frog at a time, in any order, along one of the straight lines from toadstool to toadstool, until they have exchanged places, the white frogs being left on six and eight and the black ones on one and three. If you use four counters on a simple diagram, you will find this quite easy, but it is a little more puzzling to do it in only seven plays, 
any number of successive moves by one frog counting as one play. Of course, more than one frog cannot be on a toadstool at the same time. 342. The Mandarin's Puzzle. The following puzzle has an added interest from the circumstance that a correct solution of it secured for a certain young Chinaman the hand of his charming bride. The wealthiest Mandarin within a radius of a hundred miles of Pekin was Hai Chung Chop, and his beautiful daughter, Pithi Bo, had innumerable admirers. One of her most ardent lovers was Linky Hai, and when he asked the old Mandarin for his consent to their marriage, Hai Chung Chop presented him with the following puzzle and promised his consent if the youth brought him the correct answer within a week. Linky Hai, following a habit which obtains among certain solvers to this day, gave it to all his friends and when he had compared their solutions he handed in the best one as his own. Luckily it was quite right. The Mandarin thereupon fulfilled his promise. The fat pup was killed for the wedding feast, and when Hai Chung Chop passed Winky High the liver wing all present knew that it was a token of eternal goodwill. In accordance with Chinese custom from time immemorial, the Mandarin had a table divided into 25 squares, as shown in the diagram. On each of 24 of these squares was placed a numbered counter. Just as I have indicated, the puzzle is to get the counters in numerical order by moving them one at a time in what we call, knight's moves. Counter 1 should be where 16 island 2 where 11 island 4 where 13 now island and so on. It will be seen that all the counters on shaded squares are in their proper positions. Of course, two counters may never be on a square at the same time. Can you perform the feat in the fewest possible moves? In order to make the manner of moving perfectly clear I will point out that the first knight's move can only be made by one or by two or by ten. Supposing one moves, then the next move must be by twenty-three, four, eight, or twenty-one, as there is never more than one square vacant. The order in which the counters move may be written out as follows, 1 21 14 18 22, etc. A rough diagram should be made on a larger scale for practice and numbered counters or pieces of cardboard used. 343. Exercise for Prisoners. The following is the plan of the north wing of a certain jail, showing the 16 cells all communicating by open doorways. 15 prisoners were numbered and arranged in the cells as shown. They were allowed to change their cells as much as they liked, but if two prisoners were ever in the same cell together there was a severe punishment promised them. Now, in order to reduce their growing obesity, and to combine physical exercise with mental recreation. The prisoners decided, on the suggestion of one of their number who was interested in night's tours, to try to form themselves into a perfect night's path without breaking the prison regulations, and leaving the bottom right-hand corner cell vacant. As originally, the joke of the matter is that the arrangement at which they arrived was as follows, 8 3 12 1 11 14 9 6 4 7 2 13 15 10 5 The warders failed to detect the important fact that the men could not possibly get into this position without, two of them having been at some time in the same cell together, make the attempt with counters on a ruled diagram, and you will find that this is so, otherwise the solution is correct enough, each member being, as required, a knight's move from the preceding number and the original corner cell vacant. The puzzle is to start with the men placed as in the illustration and show how it might have been done in the fewest moves, while giving a complete rest to as many prisoners as possible. As there is never more than one vacant cell for a man to enter, it is only necessary to write down the numbers of the men in the order in which they move. It is clear that very few men can be left throughout in their cells and disturbed, but I will leave the solver to discover just how many, as this is a very essential part of the puzzle. 
344. The Kennel Puzzle. A man has 25 dog kennels all communicating with each other by doorways, as shown in the illustration. He wishes to arrange his 20 dogs so that they shall form a night string from dog number 1 to dog number 20. The bottom row of 5 kennels to be left empty, as at present. This is to be done by moving one dog at a time into a vacant kennel. The dogs are well trained to obedience, and may be trusted to remain in the kennels in which they are placed. Except that if two are placed in the same kennel together they will fight it out to the death. How is the puzzle to be solved in the fewest possible moves without two dogs ever being together? 345. The two pawns. Here is a neat little puzzle in counting. In how many different ways may the two pawns advance to the eighth square? You may move them in any order you like to form a different sequence. For example, you may move the QRP one or two squares first, or the KRP first, or one pawn as far as you like before touching the other. Any sequence is permissible. Only in this puzzle as soon as a pawn reaches the eighth square it is dead, and remains there unconverted. Can you count the number of different sequences? At first it will strike you as being very difficult, but I will show that it is really quite simple when properly attacked. Various chess puzzles. Chess play is a good and witty exercise of the men for some kind of men. Burton's Anatomy of Melancholy. 346. Setting the board. I had a single chess board and a single set of chessmen. In how many different ways may the men be correctly set up for the beginning of a game? I find that most people slip at a particular point in making the calculation. 347. Counting the rectangles. Can you say correctly just how many squares and other rectangles the chessboard contains? In other words, in how great a number of different ways is it possible to indicate a square or other rectangle enclosed by lines that separate the squares of the board? 348. The Rookery. The white rooks cannot move outside the little square in which they are enclosed except on the final move. In giving checkmate, the puzzle is how to checkmate black in the fewest possible moves with number 8 rook, the other rooks being left in numerical order round the sides of their square with the break between 1 and 7. 349. Stalemate. Some years ago the puzzle was proposed to construct an imaginary game of chess, in which white shall be stalemate in the fewest possible moves with all the 32 pieces on the board. Can you build up such a position in fewer than 20 moves? 350. The Forsaken King. Set up the position shown in the diagram. Then the condition of the puzzle is white to play and checkmate in six moves. Notwithstanding the complexities, I will show how the manner of play may be condensed into quite a few lines. Merely stating here that the first two moves of white cannot be varied. 351. The Crusader. The following is a prize puzzle propounded by me some years ago. Produce a game of chess which, after 16 moves, shall leave white with all his 16 men on their original squares and black in possession of his kin alone not necessarily on his own square. White is then to force mate in three moves. 352. Immovable pawns. Starting from the ordinary arrangement of the pieces as for a game, what is the smallest possible number of moves necessary in order to arrive at the following position? The moves for both sides must, of course, be played strictly in accordance with the rules of the game though the result will necessarily be a very weird kind of chess. Place the remaining 8 white pieces in such a position that white shall have the choice of 36 different mates on the move. Every move that checkmates and leaves a different position is a different mate. The pieces already placed must not be moved. 354. An amazing dilemma. In a game of chess between Mr. Black and Mr. White, Black was in difficulties, and as usual was obliged to catch a train. 
so he proposed that White should complete the game in his absence on condition that no moves whatever should be made for Black, but only with the White pieces, Mr. White accepted, but to his dismay found it utterly impossible to win the game under such conditions, try as he would, he could not checkmate his opponent, on which square did Mr. Black leave his king, the other pieces are in their proper positions in the diagram, White may leave Black in check as often as he likes, for it makes no difference as he can never arrive at a checkmate position. Strolling into one of the rooms of a London club, I noticed a position left by two players who had gone. This position is shown in the diagram. It is evident that White has checkmated Black. But how did he do it? That is the puzzle. 356. Queer chess. Can you place two white rooks and a white knight on the board so that the black kin who must be on one of the four squares in the middle of the board shall be in check with no possible move open to him? In other words, the reader will say, the pin is to be shown checkmated. Well, you can use the term if you wish, though I intentionally do not employ it myself. The mere fact that there is no white king on the board would be a sufficient reason for my not doing so. 357. Ancient Chinese Puzzle. My next puzzle is supposed to be Chinese, many hundreds of years old, and never fails to interest. White to play and mate, moving each of the three pieces once, and once only. 358. The six pawns. In how many different ways may I place six pawns on the chessboard so that there shall be an even number of unoccupied squares in every row and every column? We are not here considering the diagonal set all, and every different six squares occupied makes a different solution. So we have not to exclude reversals or reflections. 359. Counter solitaire. Here is a little game of solitaire that is quite easy, but not so easy as to be uninteresting. You can either rule out the squares on a sheet of cardboard or paper, or you can use a portion of your chessboard. I had shown numbered counters in the illustration so as to make the solution easy and intelligible to all, but chess pawns or draughts will serve just as well in practice. The puzzle is to remove all the counters except one, and this one that is left must be number one. You remove a counter by jumping over another counter to the next space beyond, if that square is vacant but you cannot make a leap in a diagonal direction. The following moves will make the play quite clear, 1-9, 2-10, and so on. Here one jumps over 9, and you remove 9 from the board, then 2 jumps over 10, and you remove 10, then 1 jumps over 2, and you remove 2. Every move is thus a capture, until the last capture of all is made by number 1. 360. Chessboard Solitaire. Here is an extension of the last game of Solitaire. All you need is a chessboard and the 32 pieces, or the same number of drafts or counters. In the illustration numbered counters are used. The puzzle is to remove all the counters except two. And these two must have originally been on the same side of the board. That island that you left must either belong to the group 1 to 16 or to the other group. 17 to 32. You remove a counter by jumping over it with another counter to the next square beyond. If that square is vacant but you cannot make a leap in a diagonal direction. The following moves will make the play quite clear. 3-11, 4-12, 3-4, Here 3 jumps over 11, and you remove 11, 4 jumps over 12, and you remove 12, and so on. It will be found a fascinating little game of patience, and the solution requires the exercise of some ingenuity. 361. The Monstrosity. One Christmas Eve I was traveling by rail to a little place in one of the southern counties. The compartment was very full, and the passengers were wedged in very tightly. 
My neighbor in one of the corner seats was closely studying a position set up on one of those little folding chessboards that can be carried conveniently in the pocket, and I could scarcely avoid looking at it myself. Here is the position, my fellow passenger suddenly turned his head and caught a look of bewilderment on my face. Do you play chess? He asked. Yes, a little. What is that? A problem? Problem? No, a game. Impossible. I exclaimed rather rudely. The position is a perfect monstrosity. He took from his pocket a postcard and handed it to me. It bore an address at one side and on the other the words, 43. K to 88. It is a correspondence game. He exclaimed. That is my friend's last move. And I am considering my reply. But you really must excuse me. The position seems, 